0: I don't think I have too much time, but I'll go through. <laughs> it's been a wonderful service. And I hear amen? It's been a great, great service. Praise and worship was good. Amy, we're truly enjoying praise and worship. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learn that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as a learn. The Lord God has opened my ear And I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. Amen. Message I'm going to be speaking on today. It's been a while since I've been on it. I stay away from some messages for some reason. Because that's me. If you let me loose, that's what I will be preaching every Sunday morning. So I have to discipline myself not to go there. I have to discipline myself not to go to healing all the time. My wife says, you talk about healing all the time. And that's just me. Uh, I know that's where God, so I have to, it's a church, there are different needs, I got to pull myself away, but I really believe that this message is so important. I can't tell you how important this message is. Morgan, it's good to have you here, stand up boy. Come up here, give me a hug. Love you man. I can't forget that, look at him. Oh my God. <laughs> I love you. Thank, you Thank you I love what you represent. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. please be seated. <laughs> wow. man, I like them when they're dressed like that. <laughs> I can't keep up with him anymore <laughs> this is wonderful so this this message is so important I think. The church is beginning slowly to move away from the things that are so important. I don't know how we'll survive without what I'm I'm about to share with you this morning. If the church continues with what we're doing today, almost letting go of this area, we'll lose everything eventually. We definitely will lose everything. And this has to do with the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit. Holy spirit power you can't live a Christian life without the Holy Spirit no one is holy (laughs) in the Sunday school this morning I said well pastor is perfect I said well almost there but (laughs) no one is perfect you can't do it without the Holy Spirit you cannot be holy without the Holy Spirit it's impossible for mankind it, it, you cannot get there we need the holy spirit to be holy we need the holy spirit to live the christian life in fact if you ask me what i think what i believe is jesus's death was to open the way for every mankind to have the holy spirit personally in your own personal life because he wouldn't There's no way the Holy Spirit could have come into our life without the death of Jesus Christ. He's too holy. So the death of Christ, yes for sin, that was just to open the door for God's promise, the Holy Spirit in your own personal life. And this is very important to me this morning. And so please listen carefully to this so you know sometimes... People get upset whenever you, you go on to this message. They think you are picking on them. I'm not saying you are not a Christian. I'm not saying you are not going to heaven. I'm just speaking, preaching the scriptures. And if you disagree, search the scriptures for yourself. And let God show you. At least humble yourself before the word of God. Because the Word of God is God Himself. Humble yourself and let God show you. Don't look to man and what's happening in the world. You came in by yourself. When you exit this earth, you go by yourself. Make a decision concerning God based on His Word and His Word alone. And I can boldly tell you, if I say something from the here, from the pulpit, and you can't find it in the Word, forget it. Don't accept it. I'm telling you that. But if I've shown you something from the Word, and you reject it because of whatever reason, you're not rejecting me. You're rejecting Him. Because He and the Word are one and the same. do not matter your background. I have a different background from all of us here, but your background has nothing to do with this. When God presents his word to you, he's expecting you to humble yourself and say, God, I now understand it. Now, what do I do? And God will show you exactly what to do. But to resist what God is saying, that's resisting God himself. And you're going to hurt yourself, your family, and generations after you. So I like to humble myself before God. That's the way it is for me. I see it in the scriptures. I want to do it. If I don't understand, I'm praying for understanding. God, help me to understand why, what's going on. And after I understand, I want to do it, what the Word says. It's not just the hearers that are blessed, but those who do the Word. Those are the ones that are blessed. You hear and do the Word. And I pray that everyone hearing me this morning will have your heart set. I hear the Word, I'm going to do it. And I I can tell you this. Every time I found in the scriptures, not a pastor teaching me, every time I found in the scriptures what God has said, whether it's high or low, doesn't matter. And I said, God, I'm going to try this. He seemed like he's watching. He's never failed me. I tried and it happens. And I've shared it here before. I, God showed me how to pray for a deaf and a dumb person. And I got my opportunity. It was a good time to test it. And the experiment worked because God healed he did it exactly according to His Word. Not because of me. He is watching over His Word to perform it. So when you believe it, you honor Him, you act on it, He confirms the Word that they spoke with signs following. When you do the Word, He's watching you. As soon as you step out, it's like stepping out of the boat. And as you step out of the boat, you can walk on water. But you can keep screaming, Can I walk on water and stay in the boat all day long? You'll be in the boat you got to get out of the boat before you can walk on water. So take the scriptures and act on it. That's all I'm saying. This is important to me because I'm going to stand before God one day to, to be judged by what I presented to the Ark Fellowship. And God was reminding me, you the pastor. you got to tell them the truth. And I've got, to, I've got to tell you what the truth is. And I pray that you will understand this morning so that you can make progress in your faith and influence people's lives all around the world. Amen. Let me start with this scripture here in Acts chapter 1 verse 2 through 5. He says until the day in which he was taken up after he through the Holy Spirit had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen. Let me put a little word there. Notice, he was already risen from the dead and even his instruction to the whole the uh, apostles was through what Through the Holy Spirit. That's how you get things done for God. Only through the Holy Spirit. Jesus, Son of God, raised from the dead, still needed the Holy Spirit to help him to give instructions. How hard could that be? That's the Son of God, raised from the dead, and he still needed the help of the Holy Spirit just to give instructions to his disciples. Much more. For us. We need him more. In whatever we do. So I'm, I needed to put that in there. In verse 2. Until the day in which he was taken up. That is after Jesus rose from the dead. From until the day he was taken up. After he through the Holy Spirit. Had given commandments to the apostles. Whom he had chosen. To whom he also presented himself alive. After he is suffering. By many infallible proofs being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father. Please underline that if you have your Bible promise of the father because you're going to be seeing that over and over again which is so important when you have something that is repeated over and over again in the mind of god it is very important don't take your eyes off it if it's a promise you've got to have it notice it didn't say a promise of the father he's called the promise of the father that's important Very important. This is a promise God himself made. Made a lot of promises, but this is called the promise of the Father. So Jesus was talking to them. He says, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Not many days from now. Not many days from now. I want to talk about just three, th- three aspects of this scripture here. Just three things to go into uh, in, in this scripture here. First of all, Jesus had just been raised from the dead. And you need to understand that Jesus was with them for 40 days. 40 days. We're humans. If you see somebody die on the cross, buried, and they are back uh, uh, again talking to you, you sleep and you wake up the next day and wondering if he's not around. I wonder if I just had a dream. (laughs) This was a dream. He died. So Jesus was with them for good 40 days. They saw him in some circumstances he ate with them broke bread with them, so they, they knew for 40 days. God picked those number of days, 40 days for Jesus to be with them. So that after those 40 days, they'll never forget. You couldn't shake them out of that belief. They saw Him. They knew Him. They handled Him. John mentioned that. 1 John chapter 1. 1, John, chapter 1. John said, we saw Him. We handled Him with our own hands. So 40 days, that's very important and 40 days that's a big number things can change in 40 days in the things of god the god destroyed the first world in uh, in 40 days with water it rained for 40 days it god poured water on the earth for 40 days you can find genesis chapter 7 god destroyed the first world everything changed after 40 days the whole life mankind For mankind, everything changed in 40 days. You can go down also Moses for 40 days and 40 nights. In fact, we had two of those. 40 days and 40 nights, Moses was with God because God wanted to give him the commandments. He stayed with God for 40 days and God said, I'll get the stone, I'll write everything on it and I'm going to hand it over to you. And that's what God did for 40 days. And then Moses came down. After 40 days, the people were sinning against God, and Moses destroyed the sin. He was so mad, he just threw those, the tablets down, and they were broken, and then he rebuked the people. And then he went back to God, you know how many days again? 40 days. He spent 40 days pleading with God not to destroy the people. Just like the Messiah, Jesus. 40 days not to destroy them. He said, no food just pleading with God, telling God you can't do this, you can't kill them, Because see, the, people, the Gentiles will be talking about this. And Moses talked about this in Deuteronomy. He said, I was crying out to God for 40 days, I had no food. And then when he came, God, God actually wrote the, the message, the commandments on, the, on another tablet. And when Moses came, he had been so much in the presence of God, his face shone. And then Jesus spent 40 days, what? Fasting and praying for us. So that we can be forgiven. Amen? 40 days, 40 nights, just fasting. So 40 days is very important. Let me tell you this. No matter what addiction, no matter what trouble you have, no matter, even if you don't know, you don't spend a lot of time praying, make a commitment today. For the next 40 days, I'm going to wake up every morning and spend time with God. I guarantee you, after 40 days, your life will have been transformed. You will never stay away without praying again. he become a part of your life. If you have an addiction, anger, whatever it is, just pray to God and say, help me for these next 40 days. I'm going to seek your face. Stay with it. After 40 days, that thing is dead. 40 days is important. God wanted them to real, to understand being in his presence, seeing him. After 40 days, Jesus knew it was okay. There was 10 more days before the Baptist, before the Holy Spirit came, but 40 days that's good enough. After 40 days, your life is transformed. If you spend time with God 40 days, every day praying, your life is reading your Bible, you don't like reading the Bible, make yourself do it and stay with it for 40 days. After 40 days, I'm saying to you, your life, will be, uh, your life would have been transformed. You don't feel like going to church? Stay with it. I mean, I mean, it's not 40 days. Just for 40 Sundays. That's a lot of days. So that I can see your face every Sunday. No, You're always here. But make an effort just 40 times. Consistently. Forty times, consistently. Wednesday, every time. Stay with it. After that, you have a, ha- a new habit. A beautiful one. Yeah. You are always in the house of God. Forty days is very important. The infallible proof. He showed the earth with him. And after that, you couldn't shake them. I mean, you, even if you are Herod or uh, Caesar, you couldn't shake that from them. They saw him with his eyes. They said, you tell us whether to obey you or to obey God. You killed him. God raised him from the dead. And we are his witnesses. What can you say about that? We saw him. You can check that. Then those leaders, they never saw Jesus. But they said, we saw him. You heard the rumor, but we're telling you, we saw him. We ate with him. Forty days, he stayed with them. So, what was he doing in forty days? What was he doing with them in forty days? Notice in verse 4, it tells us that To whom he also presented himself alive uh, after his suffering by many unfallible, uh, infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. So in those 40 days, this was intense training period. He takes us back to Luke chapter 24, verse 25 through 27, when Jesus spoke to those men from uh, going on, on their way to Emmaus. And that's all he was doing. If you read that scripture, please come with me to Luke 24, 25 through 27. He says, Then he said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe in all the prophets, uh, in all that the, all the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things And to enter into his glory, they couldn't recognize that they were talking to Jesus. He walked with them, so he was telling them. And then he says this, And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures. Notice all the scriptures. Every scripture where Jesus was spoken of, Jesus was showing them. It says He spoke to them, He expounded to them in all the scriptures, the things concerning Himself. So He told them everything. Uh, Psalm 22. They, they pierced His hands and His feet. And he, My God, My God. Psalm 22. My God, My God. Why hast thou forsaken me? You found, you'll find that in uh, Matthew 27. Jesus on the cross saying that. Oh, we heard that. Oh, it's in that scripture. That was me. David was talking about me. I believe... Jesus spent those 40 days just taking them through every scripture concerning himself. And you can see that on, uh, in Acts chapter 2, when Peter was making his defense, these men are not drunk. He was quoting scriptures like crazy. A fisherman, man, he was telling them, David, your father was dead. You got his bones here. But God wrote and he was speaking about Jesus. He had all of those scriptures because Jesus spent those 40 days just, it's a book. Just teaching them all of these things. And we need to spend that 40 days is important. He's teaching them. But not only that, He gave them commandments. Verse 1. He gave them His commandment through the Holy Spirit. Commandment go you into all the world and preach the gospel. Everyone who believes and is Baptized, he saved. And these signs followed them who believed. And then he gave all, them, all those commandments, they ought to go. But then, in verse 5, he started talking to them after he assembled with them. And this was getting close to the time he would depart. He had been teaching them all this time concerning the kingdom of God. Now it was close for him to leave. And then he started talking to them and referenced the message of John. John the Baptist, he tells us there in that scripture, it says, for John truly baptized, well, we start from verse 4, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, even after he had told them to go preach the gospel, he said, not yet, stay back, stay back. But wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. So he has spoken to them about this before. They knew about the promise of the Father. Then he referenced John. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Which was just ten days. So what was John saying? You heard from John, Matthew chapter 3 verse 11. The Bible tells us, I indeed, John speaking, I indeed baptized with water unto repentance. I baptize with water unto repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He, that's Jesus, will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire, please understand gospel, scripture, please follow me. you can change the word of God. Jesus, it was clear in scriptures, Jesus never baptized a single soul in water with water. He never did because that's not his baptism. His baptism is to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. that's his baptism Question is. Have you received Jesus' baptism? Pastor, Pastor Al, and they, they'll baptize you in water. i have baptized with water. But Jesus' baptism is the baptism of fire and the Holy Spirit. We need that baptism. We need that baptism. Jesus called it the promise of the Father. He called this the promise of the Father. Let's go to uh, Luke 24 verse 49. The same chapter Jesus talked to those disciples. And that's the same one we just read. He says in verse 49 of uh, Luke 24. Behold, what do you hear? I send you what? Promise. The promise. Of my Father, I send the promise of my Father upon you. That's for all of us. I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. My point is, the fire of the Holy Spirit is what gives you passion for God. Nobody can take that away from you. No persecution will take that away from you. Not even if they threaten you with death. You're not touched by it. You really cannot. And now I've seen pictures of people wanting to be murdered for their faith. It's hard if you have not been filled with the Holy Spirit. You will be so filled with fear. It's hard to resist. This is the prior... Notice John said, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So you need the fire of the Holy Spirit. You got to keep it burning. You really cannot know God much until you know God, but deep calls out to deep. We have to understand that. And these are not my words. That's what Jesus said. You're baptized with water, but then you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit and with fire. I've been saved for a while. I'm not going to tell you how long. But I've been saved for a while. But the fire is always there. And you can find to flame the fire. That's what Paul said. Stir up the gift that is in you. You can do that. But if you don't have the gift, how do not you, you have nothing to stir up? But this again is the promise of the Father. That's the promise of the Father. The Holy Spirit is what gives you power. If you read that scripture, in, in John chapter 14, Jesus started start talking to his disciples. He said, he said, you have seen the Father and uh, you know the Father. He said, we haven't seen the Father. Show us the Father and uh, we'll be satisfied. Well, I think Jesus said, I'm going, you know the way. You know where I'm going and you know the way. Philip said, no, we don't know where you're going and we certainly don't know the way. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You know that scripture, all in John 14. And then, uh, and then Jesus continued to speak and he says, eh, you, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father and all this. Uh, Philip says, hey, uh, just show us the Father and hey, we'll be satisfied. And Jesus said, Philip. I've been with you all this time. You don't know me. I'm the Father. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. But if you don't believe that, believe me because of the miracles that you've seen. And then he started saying to them, verse he says, He who believes in me, the works that I do, notice the works that he's saying, that they should believe him for, know I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, but if you can't believe that, believe in me because of the works. And then he turned around and said, he said, you can do the same works. He who believes in me, the works that I do, he shall do also. And greater works than they certainly do because I go to the Father. And Jesus said, it's better for you that I go to the Father, because if I don't go to the Father, you won't have the Holy Spirit. So you can only do the works that Jesus did if you have received the Holy Spirit. That's very important. That's very important. So we need to wake up. Apart from everything we're hearing in the faith... Just come in, raise your hands, say these words. No, that's good. But you need the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, you need the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit. I can't do what I'm doing without the Holy Spirit. You can't really be a powerful Christian. He says, you shall receive power. Jesus knew what he was talking about. You receive power, not just power to live the Christian life, but power to convince people that he is the Christ. We need that. We really need that. And it's a gift to everybody. It's the promise of the Father. It's the promise of the Father. You know, I used to think, it's so hard. You make it too hard for yourself. You've made it so difficult. When God created you to breathe, you don't struggle unless you're sick. You don't struggle to breathe, right? Right. When God gives something freely, it's free. You are the one making it difficult for yourself because you got all these things in your mind and all these things against it. Maybe from what people taught you in the past, it's easy for people to receive the Holy Spirit. We're in Nigeria in Wari, we prayed for people, about over a hundred people. I never touched anyone. I just gave them instruction. This is what God said and they said, yes. Tell us, we want to receive that. They say, this is what you do to receive. They say, yes sir, when are we going to pray? Not, they didn't say any of this, but I knew they were thinking it. <laughs> but as soon as that, we prayed with them. Uh, for the Catalino, you guys were there. As soon as we got through praying with them, they all started speaking in tongues. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and moving. I mean, and we were walking among them saying, oh wow, this is wonderful. Yes, it's a wonderful gift. Don't take yourself out of it. That's all I'm trying to say. If there is a God, you just hear about God. I want to know. I want something a little bit tangible. Yes. God gave them the Holy Spirit that stayed with him. They saw Him. I never saw Him. I need something to let me know I'm in the supernatural, just like Peter and John. They saw Him, and He still gave them this great sign. And then you're telling me. I'm not qualified to have that as well. I, I, when I'm, I, I wasn't qualified to see him. I wasn't qualified to see his miracles. And I'm not qualified to even have the Holy Spirit. Who am I? How can I say I'm part of, what, uh, part of this great work? Read uh, Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18. I and the children that the Lord has given to me, Jesus speaking in Isaiah, he says we are for signs and for wonders. We are for signs and for wonders. Those scriptures used to bother me. I don't feel like I'm part of this. But the gift is for all. And you can read from Peter's defense on the day of Pentecost. The men heard the message and they said, Now we know we killed him. We made a mistake. Now God's raised him up from the dead. And you've told us all of this. And we see this great wind coming in and you guys speaking in strange language and uh, they said men uh, brothers uh, what can we do now we've already done this so he says repent every one of you repent and be baptized every one of you and then he says and you will receive the gift of the holy spirit just like we just like we've received he says for the promise is unto you to your children and to those who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. You can read that in Acts chapter 2. Go to verse 38, come down. The time has come for us to wake up. You can receive Christ today and receive the Holy Spirit today. Yes, we don't have to wait. You can receive the Holy Spirit today. And let God himself get into you. Next time, I will be talking, bringing a, a message on the defense of tongues. I know people don't want to hear it, but i tell you why they don't want to hear it. Satan wants them. He says, did God say? And so Satan doesn't want them to know the power of it. I've discovered the power of it, and I believe if I didn't, I couldn't be doing what I'm doing now. I'm telling you the truth. The power of tongues. I'm going to bring a message on the defense of this. And maybe you will learn, uh, I spend a lot of time praying in tongues. Prayer. I don't make it a spiritual thing. I'm trying to uh, charge my batteries. (laughs) I'm trying to charge my batteries. Before I go praying for the sick, I charge my batteries a lot. I pray a lot. Next Sunday, I know we're having a healing service. I will be doing a lot of charging the Madrid, praying in tongues like crazy. Uh, especially if I'm convinced that you are going to be bringing sick people here, I will be doing that a lot. But after you've done that, the, you don't fear. The fear is gone. The fear is gone. I'm not worried about what I'm seeing. Even if they came, the last uh, healing service I walked in and the woman who saw and was talking about the color of my tie, if you remember that, there was a woman that was looking at my tie. Your tie is red. As soon as I walked in, she says, I'm blind in this house. I said, don't worry. We'll pray for you. You'll see. And God did it. God did it. We tend to forget because that's the way the enemy wants us to do. God heal, healed Odell. Odell had not been walking well. He, God healed him one, one Sunday and that was it. He walks well till today. God healed him. We tend to forget. I don't forget. I don't just talk too much about it. But I remember that God is healed. And God's going to heal this Sunday as well. Maybe I prayed for them before and they never got healed. I'm sharpening my hands this time again. Yes. To pray for them. I got nothing to prove. Amen. I have nothing to prove. He is the Lord. He can heal. Today, you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. I love the people who are new to the faith. They haven't been contaminated with our crazy teachings you know just tell them and they say yes pastor yes we we'll go i love new people uh, new, they, they haven't been in any church you can program them and they go for it i mean they go and do great things because nobody's told them they can't do it amen but the one that's been in church for a while and they're saying we are great saints yeah you're yeah, great saints but you haven't done much the young ones just tell them to go they say, Pastor, you lay your hands, say, yeah. And they will, well, yes. They'll go ahead and do it. And they, they don't think much about it. <laughs> but those of us that have been in church, they're frozen, chosen now. <laughs> uh huh. We have to wake up at your fellowship. Amen. I'm not a pastor that believes I can do it on my own. I want every one of us to be able to do it. So he gets the glory. Amen. And all of us doing it together. But we can't do it together until you have, you have the power in you. What I call the generator is the Holy Spirit to give you that power. So you can shine and the world can see you shining very bright. We need that powerhouse. Amen. Close your eyes with me this morning. See, I have a lot to do. If you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life, this morning you can do that. You can By raising your hand up, you can say without a doubt, I want Jesus in my life and God will make that possible. If you here this morning and you don't know Christ in your life at the count of three, please raise your hand and I'll pray for you. And God will hear my prayer and you would have made a heaven to rejoice this morning by you raising your hand and thanking God. Uh, for coming into the kingdom at the count of three one, two, three if you need Christ put your hand up this morning let me see your hand here thank you, I see that hand thank you amen we're going to be at the end of the service we're going to be having the message is not through but we're going to be having our prayer partners to come out here And if you want, if you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you know it. It's like getting baptized, you get wet. (laughs) Nobody needs to tell you whether you are baptized or not. You are wet, you just came out of baptism. When you receive the Holy Spirit, you will know. No pastor needs to tell you, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You will know you have been. Amen. And there's a sign that follows that. So if you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, The prayer partners will be up here. They'll pray for you. Amen. Father, we thank you. Thank you for everyone that's in your presence. You all say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for coming into our world to die for our sins. Lord Jesus, I receive you this morning as the Lord and Master of my life. Thank you, Father. Write my name in your book of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Please check the part of your... If that's the first time you're convinced you're making the right decision for Christ this morning, uh, then let me know by checking my decision now on this connection card and put it in the offering uh, bucket. Amen amen we're going to be receiving our offering this morning i all through the week i've had this please listen to me i've had this and i need to share it um for believers when we do something wrong when you are truly saved when you do something wrong you know it i've been there (laughs) and you feel bad right and you're looking for a place to confess I've been there and asked for forgiveness. Every one of us would do that. Uh, And what I feel the Lord sharing with me is this area of tithing, which is a tenth of your income. That's the sin that Christians commit a lot, but they never confess before God or repent of it. They just go like it's no big deal. I'm saying that this morning for every believer... A tenth of your income, a tenth of your increase belongs to God. And every single time you didn't do it, for whatever reason, don't think he didn't see it. He saw it. There's nothing's going to happen to you. But what I think about this is like, in dying, you die. Adam didn't fall down on that same day when God said, the day you eat of this fruit, you'll die. No, he still lived for over 900 years. (laughs) But he's coming after because God is patient. uh, For those of us at the Ark Fellowship, let's commit ourselves to obedience to God, to honor Him every time we come to His house. Um, It's not a plea I have to tell you the truth. This is not a good thing to do, to stay away from paying your tithe. These days, tithe that's no question for me. The offering that's where I need to make a decision whether I want to do or I don't want to do it. But it's important that you pay your tithe before God. It's what God requires. This is the way I believe God sees it. It's a statement you're making to Him that yes, I'm depending on you, not on my own ability. Yes, I got all these things I can do on my own, but I don't bring success to myself. I'm depending on you. The day you take your eyes off Him, You've turned to yourself, and you've turned to an idol, and it's going to hurt after a while. Amen. So let's be obedient to God. Amen. Lift your offering up to the Lord today. Father God, we thank you. What a privilege it is to give to your work so that we can continue to do ministry. Lord, I thank you for the members of the Ark Fellowship, faithful servants of yours, giving constantly online and uh, at church they are faithfully given to you. Lord, we ask that you receive our offering. Bless it for us and uh, let it go for the work of your kingdom. In Jesus name. And God's people said Amen. Please. Please don't forget to put here the connection card you have a prayer request a prayer need please write it out and put it in there love to pray about those prayer partners if you don't mind after you've given your offering please you can come come out first to dance with me that's the way i get all of you out to dance and um, I'm ready to dance even I'm not, too good. <laughs> Wait. not yet, we're still taking our offering.